Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joining us back on the block. It is me and Austin Orman, uh, 2 to 4 every day right here. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. And now, where can they find us, Austin? Allo Channel 951. You know it. Allo Channel 951 is where you can also find us now. We are live on TV. That is a blessing. And sitting in here, the man that made it happen, the myth, the legend, is DP joining us with the another legend, uh, Super undersized Ford, but could get it done in multiple facets. He was before his time, and he was still that guy. 1986-87, Bernard Day joining us. What's going on, B-Deezy? Oh, not too much, man. Just living life. You're looking good. Hey, appreciate it. I'm trying to do something to stay in shape. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, BD put up some big numbers, you know, averaging almost 13 points a game, shooting over 50%, um, you know, super rebounder, you know, at his size, and, and uh, you know, just helped the Huskers to get the job done. He's one of the guys that I was looking at when I was in junior high and, and you know, looking down here trying to find out and find my way, do I want to stay, uh, and all that good stuff. And just, you know, he was a guy that was similar to me, you know, <laughs> when I played the game. Uh, there, w- there really wasn't a position. For us, we just were players, right? Yeah. Tell us about your time here at Nebraska. What made you make the decision uh, to want to come here, and and just just you've stayed. And I think that's the thing that people don't understand most about Nebraska is that most folks, when they come here, it grows on them, and they end up making it their home. Tell us a little bit about your your journey. Yeah, I came from junior college, and um, Dana Altman well recruited me in junior college. And at first, I wasn't going to go to junior college. I was going to just go out to Oregon State, hang out out there. When I went for a visit, A.C. Green was there at the uh-huh. time. This I- other guy, Derek Flowers, and, you know, and it was like. That was before GP? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I got out there, man, took that visit, and I did like it. You know, the legendary coach that was out there. And um, because of what was going on in high school at the time, you know, I was ready to drop out of high school and everything, man, because I had a son back then, you know, and it was like, do I really want to do this? Mm-hmm. And then my brother was my high school coach, talked me into staying. And so I ended up staying, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, these letters start coming in from different colleges. And it was like, man, I got something going on here. Let me go ahead and stick with it. Mm-hmm. And then as I stuck with it, Coach Altman came in and, you know, he was like, ah, uh, you know, I want you to come and play at Fairbury because that's where he was at first. And then he ended up going to Mobley Junior College in Missouri. And then I ended up saying, what the heck, man, I'll just. And it's crazy he ended up at Creighton. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Exactly. <laughs> he exactly. ends up at Creighton being Creighton coach yeah. and had a great tenure and career after that. And a lot of people were asking why didn't he come to Nebraska, you know. And it was like, I think Coach Nee was still here at that time. So, you know, it wasn't no need for a coaching change at that point because mm-hmm. the players he was bringing in, man. Yeah, yeah. Y'all had some talent, man. <laughs> some yeah. big talent then. Yeah, and so, you know, and it was like after that, I ended up in JUCO. We had two good seasons. You know, my second season, we had uh, Mitch Richmond, Charles Bledsoe. Mm. Um, this guy, Mike Milling, who ended up going to Charlotte. And then we had another guy, Jimmy McCrimmon, who was from Florida one of Mitch's boys, mm. you know, and it was like that five right there. We, mm. we would play against anybody in the country, to tell you the truth. Mitch Mitch made my career. 
And how it made my career was I had just came back to the NBA, went up to Vancouver, had a game. My second game starting before the big trade was made, I had to play Mitch Richmond. And I guarded Rich Mitch, Mitch Richmond uh, my second game, all-star, held him to 21, and I had 25. He made my career. DP, what you what you what you know about this wonderful talent right here, man? You you was able to drag him in. I said when 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 they said, man, we're gonna have BD. I said BD, yes sir. Bring him in the studio. Tell tell us about how you was able to connect with BD and and, and your thoughts on the wonderful man sitting next to me. It's all crazy. All of this is crazy. That you know, and I I told a story yesterday uh, on old school that um, you know I get a message on Facebook. Uh, and I'm not friends with the person, so it comes up, you know, hey. And it says, hey, do you know uh, Red Jenkins? Now, Red Jenkins is a legendary high school basketball coach in D.C. It's so much so, I mean, to say that he's one of the 10, 20 greatest high school coaches ever is is not an overstatement. Uh, coach Tommy Amaker, like one title after title, uh, was the, the D.C. coach in the Capitol Classic uh, three times, I believe, over the course of one of those teams. He had Bernard Day on his team. And I get the message, hey, do you know Red? I'm like, yeah, I know Red, man. And he says, yeah, he said to look you up. So he sends me a conversation between him and Red. He says, my, my dude's out in Lincoln. Hook up with him. I'm like, well, good for Red, good for me. And then I, I hit the and I'm like, wait a minute. I remember a high school cat from D.C. Mm-hmm. named Bernard Day. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the same one. But it said he lived in Lincoln. I'm like, what? Like, this is kind of weird. I'm like, well. Oh, he played at the University of Nebraska. We set up a get-together for this week. In the meanwhile, two days later, he I get another message from him. And he's got a screen grab from somebody, on, a group on Facebook, who was talking about this book that I have coming out Saturday yeah. from the family. So I'm writing about my pops, yeah. and they're sharing it to the family. Bernard gets it. I'm like, how do you, how'd you get this? And he goes... I'm like, wait a minute. We family? Y'all family. Are we That's family? Crazy. Are we family? And I'm like, well, what was That's Pops? That's crazy. I'm like, what was Pops to you? He goes, Pops is my uncle. Wow. And I'm like, oh, man. So this is – so through that basketball universe, and, yeah. you know, yeah. that's how that works. But here's this cat. And I remember the Capital Classic that he played in because one of my best friends was Gerald Jackson, who – Ended up play, he played for the Knicks at some uh, okay. at Minnesota for a little bit, um, but he went to Flint Hill. But he, he was from my high school. Transferred his senior year, went to Flint Hill. Turned that under Stu Vetter under that program. He's on the squad with Muggsy and Tommy Amaker yeah, and, 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 and B Day. And I'm yeah. like, I remember this dude Dunbar, right? H D Woodson. Oh, H D Woodson. H D Woodson. Oh, that's right. And that 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 lineup, I'm like, I got giddy because Terry Long, another one of my dudes, was on that. Like, oh, T Long. Yeah. So he played in this, and I'm like, wait a wow. minute. So we got together, uh, had had like. lunch uh, on Tuesday, and I'm like, okay, bro, like you here, the universe always taking care. Yeah. Uh, put us back there. I'm like, listen, you got the pipes, you got the stories. Uh, I need you in the ticket family. I need you already family. Now I need you in the radio family. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. But, but it, it it's like you know, it's the universe, man. That yeah. I, I I not for any reason me coming to Lake Nebraska to do this to find out one yeah. it's a DC kid, but two he's my first cousin. Yeah, this is my this is family yeah, family. Yeah, I'm like literally oh, okay. Come on. Like this is like this is another one. So yeah. as as. <laughs> 
as he says, and another one. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the word. <laughs> so, 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 B, outside of, um, you know, the wonderful talent that you were able to play with over the course of your career, um, what was your summers like? Because I remember being in D.C. Like, my, my, my father was stationed in uh, – um at fort meade so you know obviously we were kind of in that belt area before dc off off the uh, beltway and uh i come down in the dc and go down to maryland and play and also played the kenner league what was it for you with all of that dc talent that you know the place where y'all would just go and get it in and it would just be a sweat box and everybody was you know face to face and you know because back then you used to have to bump and grind baby you couldn't just you know it wasn't a touch and go it was bump and grind so you know tell us about kind of how that went for you i'm telling you back then man the, the players that i had to play against and the players that were there i mean it was crazy and where we went to play was number two boys club. Mm. And, yeah, and it was, man, John Thompson used to bring his team down there. And we used to go at it, man. And it was like some of his old players was playing in it. And, you know, and this, man, the talent that was out there, man, it was like once you sat down, you might as well. Oh, you might as well go on home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, the day's over with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it was, it, was a, it, it was important, a team that you was able to put together and make sure it was star-studded. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, and it's like playing down there, man, and you didn't make it to the Urban Coalition. Uh-huh. The Urban Coalition, that was the league right there before the Kenner League. I mean, yeah. the Kenner League was still going, but the Urban Coalition. That was man, it. Oh, man. That was where you needed to That's be. where all the players were, man. You had, uh, you had Manute Bowl coming through there. You had – um, David Robinson coming mm. through there. You had uh, before Moses Malone. Ooh, Lord. Guys from the Bullets playing in the league. Man, it was so much talent coming through there, man. I just sit back and watch. Yeah, yeah. And then Adrian Dantley, and all of a sudden. He was a walking bucket. Oh, my gosh, man. People don't realize Adrian Dantley was a walking bucket. That guy could like, go on anybody. Like, 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 yes, sir. King like, of the he undersized. was the guy. King of the undersized. Yes, sir. Right? He but was not Barkley. It's AD. Facts. AD yes. is the king of the undersized. Yeah. That's good stuff, B-Day. Yeah, so, what, then, go ahead. What's crazy, man? I was just looking at some stuff on Lynn Bias here the past couple of days. The week before he passed, we I ended up playing against him in the Urban Coalition. And I ended up guarding him for a second. And all of a sudden, man, this dude pulled up and shot a jump shot, man. And I was looking like, pretty. Damn, this is Lynn Bias. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he missed it. And all of a sudden, he just looked at me. And he was like, I shouldn't have shot that, huh? I said, nope. <laughs> I'm glad you missed. <laughs> and then, you know, when I came back, because yeah. I had summer school. So I was in summer school, man. And all of a sudden, the instructor came to me and was like, hey, uh, did you hear? I was like, hear what? He's like, hear about Lynn Bias. I was like, no. And then he was like, yeah, you better run home and check. So, man, I go back to the dorm. And all of a sudden, you know, I had a little TV and I turned it on. I was like, oh. Yeah, sad story. Yeah, it was sad story. Lynn Bias, um, yeah, he probably we would be probably speaking about him in the top ten, five all time. Easy. It's just, just that's how skilled he was. Easy, like that, that Larry Bird. Ooh, if they would have got together, my gosh, you talk about a dynasty. Oh, that would have been a super dynasty if Lynn Bias would have been able to touch with Larry Bird and McHale and Are you, shoot, uh, you crazy uh, animal, <laughs> boy. That was look. I'm not speaking nothing, but. Y'all got lucky. The NBA, us, all of us got lucky that that did not happen. Just imagine that Celtics scenes with Jordan. Oh, gosh. Well, 
that's what it would have been yeah. with Len Bias. Len Bias, I mean, there's the, all the camps back in D.C. back in the day. Bias and Jordan would, would, would go head-to-head. And we knew. I mean, add Johnny Dawkins to, to that conversation. Yes. And at the time, you know, Sidney Lowe would come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek Wittenberg would come back. Mm-hmm. Like, you, if you played ball in D.C. back in the day, you got it. And look at this, dude. Dude ends up in Lincoln, Nebraska. And, uh, I'm gonna, so, I'm going to get out of the way and let y'all, let y'all talk to this man because I want – I want B-Day stories to get out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to take a break right now. We'll come back. We'll cross over, and we'll still keep uh, B-Day here and talk a little bit more about some of the stories and the the wonders of his time here at Nebraska and beyond. Uh, We'll be right back. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We'll be right back.